0: Hey, Rhonda Brunson with the Picking Strawberries podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and just being a part of this community that's searching for the beauty in every single day. My guest today, Sarah, is a vibrational sound therapist. And if you're like me, two years ago, I had no idea what sound therapy even was. But I had a cartilage tear in my hip, and I was looking for a holistic way to avoid surgery. And I found Sarah, I found her sound and balance, and it just, it changed everything. And to this day, I've avoided that surgery. Sarah started in massage therapy in 2001 and started to incorporate sound and frequency and different modalities into a holistic healing approach. And the last five or six years, she's gone full-time into doing sound therapy one-on-ones and is just an incredible practitioner that wants to help others help themselves and to heal themselves. So I really hope you enjoy today's conversation and that you learned what sound vibrational therapy is and maybe how it could even benefit your holistic approach to wellness. <music> Thanks for listening to the show. I'm absolutely thrilled that you're here. If you're looking for a community who's searching for the beauty in every day, having authentic conversations about how we can give back and make this a better place, I encourage you to subscribe to Picking Strawberries. Join me and my guests as we're talking about real things, real life, and how we can take the positive and make us better and all the people around us shine brighter. Miss Sarah, I am so excited to have you on the Picking Strawberries podcast today. Thank you for joining this conversation. And uh, let's talk about sound therapy. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Looking forward to our conversation today. So, and I don't think everybody out there exactly knows what sound therapy is. I mean, it's of course thousands of years old, but it feels pretty new to us, especially in the United States. So can we start with like, what do you do and how do you do it? You're a vibrational sound therapist. What does that mean and how does it work?
1: Yeah. So I offer one-on-one sessions that are deeply relaxing and restorative to the brain and to the body. And so I bring in different tones, different um, instruments to help set the tone for that and the stage for reaching deep relaxation. And so it's a overall, I would say it's a relaxation modality, essentially for deep breaths and relaxation, resetting the brain and also bringing in harmony to the body. And when I say that, I mean places in our body that feel like there might be some dis-ease or uncomfortableness, maybe even something physical in the body. Uh, So this can bring a nice balance back in between brain and body connection, but it will also relax the muscles, relax the brain so that you can get into that deeper state and have a blissful experience.
0: So how do you like I mean, I've done it. So I know what this looks like and what this feels like. And it is incredible. So you know, you use Tibetan singing bowls. For someone who knows nothing about this, what does that kind of
1: look like? I have several different bowls that I will bring in for our one-on-one sessions. And those bowls are different sizes. They're different weights, obviously. If the size is different, they'll be a little heavier, a little lighter. And they also have different notes that they ring at. And so what I do is bring those in into a nice relaxing way using the sound sound basically amplify the frequencies around us, around our body and on our body. So you'll hear the tones circulating around your head, but you're also going to feel the vibration on your body. So I'll set those bowls on different, place them on different areas of the body to bring a deeper state of relaxation and rest. And so you'll feel the vibrations coming through the body tissues. And as you feel that, you're also hearing the relaxing tones and your brain will try to kind of figure out what's happening. This is something, especially if it's the first time and you're new to it, it just naturally happens. Our brain tries to figure out what is going on and what am I feeling and why am I feeling that? And then you'll get to a point where I like to call it the in-between, where we just get the bo- the brain to relax, take a, take a minute where it's the observer and not so in the monkey mind trying to figure everything out and once we can get to that state even if it's just for a moment it's a glimpse of where you can ultimately reach that meditative relaxing state and as we work longer together it becomes like this collaborative process and then you can hold that space of relaxation even longer so we can extend that little blissful moment Hopefully, an entire session, but definitely longer than um, the first time you get to access it.
0: It's those blissful moments that keep me coming back. You know, once you like experience that and the true relaxation of those moments, there's just truly nothing else like it that I've found that could get me there.
1: I totally agree. I think it's because we're really overriding. The monkey mind brain, that activity that's always going, the chatter that we always have. And so music can definitely shift our vibration and our frequency. It has for, I mean, as long as we've had music. So, I mean, we all listen to our own music styles that we like for different reasons, right? We want to relax or maybe we want to amplify our energy and get excited and amped up to do something. So we will set the stage for music. And so those bowls and what we do in a session together is very much like that. Although we don't typically get like the heavy metal going because we are trying to get that relaxing state, but whatever your intention is, you could direct the energy and the music and the sound for that purpose. So you offer
0: one-on-one sessions to clients. Do you ever do anything other
1: than that? Like in a group setting or are there other options? There are other options. So um, like you mentioned, I do one-on-one most of the time where you come and see me in my office and you're relaxing on a massage table and you just get to receive in that space for the hour or hour and a half that we're together. But if you have a group or you wanted like a private event, I also do that as well. And so that just really entails me bringing my instruments to you or to the space that we're going to work out of. And then it's a little different because I don't have the tables for each person, but we'll bring mats or yoga mats or pillows or blankets. I like to have everybody just know whatever you need to be comfortable for the time that we're going to be together. So just be prepared to relax and receive and quiet the brain down, quiet the body down. It's very, it's a very meditative, more on the meditative kind of an experience because we're quieting down our brain and our body.
0: It just sounds like, the ultimate girls night,
1: right? I I can't think
0: of it perfect, like relax, especially those of us that are mamas. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
1: It's really reaching so many, like such a broader group than I think ever before. I mean, especially these last few years, everyone's looking for different tools. Sometimes the old tools that we've been using to do ourselves aren't really cutting it anymore. And so I think the rising up of the sound therapy and the sound baths and the, the group meditations, all of that is wonderful for those of us that have been doing it for a while. It's so nice to see it coming up to be more mainstream and received by so many people. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of the apprehension beforehand was the language. We just didn't really have a language around what we were doing so it wasn't, it was harder to really express and kind of get out there. What is vibrational sound therapy? You really need to experience it to to kind of get the grasp of everything that's happening because no two sessions are the same. And if you come see me for a one-on-one and we use bowls on the body, that will feel different than going into like a group session where I'm playing the bowls or different instruments And the vibrations are just carried through the air. So you won't feel the vibration necessarily as intensely, not to say that you won't feel it at all, because some people are pretty sensitive and can feel it just in a group setting. So, but it's reaching a broader audience now, which is just amazing. I, I just, I love to see that. And it's, I
0: mean, all the help we can get, right?
1: All the help we can get and to changing it up a little bit, you know? We all need to, I think, um, bring new things in and keep it fresh. You know, even our brains and our body get used to routine. So um, having something that is such a good shifter where our mind is or where we want to go is very helpful.
0: So how did you like get started? Like what's kind of the backstory? Why are you called to this kind of work?
1: Well, I have a long history in the um, health and wellness field. My backstory, just getting into it, it was back in 2001 with massage. So that kind of got me started into all of the different body modalities. And I did that full time for a long time. And over those years, brought in different medicines like aromatherapy and essential oils, herbals, teas, things like that, anything that could help complement my client's where they were at that time, and how I could basically just empower them to keep going and giving them tools they could use at home. And that transferred into my own interest in bringing sound and frequency to my clients. And so I started with musics um, that had different underlying frequency tones, just to help support what we were doing on the massage table. And then I took a class, actually, before I took the class, I was at a health fair. And there was a woman who was doing AcuTonic's, which is a energy modality with tuning forks, and so it's sound therapy too, but it's a little different. And so, the tuning forks, I sat down for a little mini session, and she placed them on my body, different spots, and then also had me listen to them as she rung them. And that experience was relaxing, but also. It just stayed with me for like days after that fair. And I thought, that was really interesting. I'm not sure what that was about. So I took her information, looked into it, got into some research on it and took one of her classes where it started bringing in frequency and sound that way, which seemed to me at the time a little easier to kind of grasp and bring out to my clients. And so I would work with the Energetic System of the body. If you're familiar with acupuncture, you know the meridian lines that the acupuncturists tap into. And so, my vision was to use those tuning forks on the stems of those tuning forks, almost like like a needleless acupuncture, so that I would kind of come into those same meridians and to bring in balance and frequency through that and harmony and relaxation. So that that started it, and then from there, I used those for several years, and it was it was great. But I have to say the tools have a way of finding you. I think when you're ready to work with something new. And for me with the bowls, it was, I was literally out of, out of meditation and I saw myself working with the bowls. I mean, it was, it was clear as day and I don't typically see visions like that. So I was a little like, what is this going on? And what are these bowls? And I was familiar with the sound of bowls, but Sound baths and journeys and meditation studios weren't really the norm at this point in time, right? So we weren't really. I didn't have a lot of access to that, so I needed to do more research on this. Obviously, and I did. I got online after you're that, a researcher. You <laughs> like, like, I yeah, are definitely I'm a researcher. You are. And yeah. I'm interested, and yeah. I want to know how can this help, and if it helps me, how can that help someone else? And I think that ultimately is my drive with everything that I do because I want to help everyone feel better. And I know that we can do that through just a slight lift or an elevation in our emotional and our physical body. And the bulls to me was exactly where that was at. So it found me when I was recovering from an injury, it helped me get through the physical pain. And also I think too, to kind of in a more subtler way, it opened up my eyes a little bit onto how I could start working smarter and not so hard. So it was a message for myself too and how I had really been working all these years and to kind of take a breath and a step back and say, I don't have to really work this hard. There's other tools I can bring in that can help leverage that. And I should probably take a closer look at that. And so that's what I did. And I researched, found a place that was offering a class that aligned with where I was, um, thinking about a more practical approach to these goals and how I could bring them to my clients. So, I checked in and I went and spent a week down in Florida and learned protocols basically for bowls and how I could use them on a one on one session where I'm actually placing them on the body. So, for me, it was a natural segue from the acutonics tuning forks to the bowls because I could just transfer what I was doing with the relaxation and acupressure meridian lines with the bowls in a broader sense. Yeah. yeah. So, right. I and found that makes that- sense. And I feel like the bowls really resonate because there's, they're larger than the tuning forks. I think of the tuning forks as um, kind of more acute, like a, like a, um, direct, right? Versus the bowls are more broad and you can kind of a little bit do more things with that, so to speak, and not have to be so pointed with the approach.
0: So you've worked with a lot of clients through the years. I mean, that is I a have. lot of
1: clients for that many years. I know, I, years. I really have. I almost thought about adding it up at one point in time because, I mean... Yeah. Back in my early years with just massage, I can't even imagine. I'm like I've yeah, it's right. It's been a long I mean it's been two years, right? Like, I know, yeah. I know. That's wild. <laughs>
0: Is there anything that stands out that you see with your clients as the biggest benefit of sound therapy? Is you like, okay, this is the thing or is it really individual? I don't know. Is there anything that stands out for you?
1: Yeah, I think number one, um, the way it addresses the stress in the nervous system is hands down across the board. Every single person is going to be positively affected by that, which is just, I think exactly what we're being called for during this time now, right? Everyone's heightened. Everything is turned up a little bit. And so we feel that stress in our body and that attacks our central nervous system. And that goes into our sympathetic and our parasympathetic Nervous systems, which, as you know, are the fight or flight uh, something chase me, I have to get out of here. I'm always active, very up here to the rest and digest. And so, using these bowls with the intention of getting that parasympathetic nervous system turned on, it's amazing. I mean, that's able to really reach further than I feel like I personally could ever do because it's a collaborative effort between client and practitioner, right? So, it's not, I'm not healing you, you're healing yourself, but I'm just providing you the space to feel comfortable and safe enough to let yourself experience that and to really drop in, so to speak. And that's why I say it's a relaxation modality above all else, because if we can get that body to that relaxed state, then the brain follows. And we just increase the amount of time that the brain will check out. And as we do that, that parasympathetic nervous system is stimulated. We're in the rest and digest and things can become clearer, less foggy. We can also feel less pain in our body. So it's, it ranges from physical effects on the physical body where my chronic pain is not as chronic or as amped up as it used to be. to I've got clarity and a little bit more sense of myself and how I am with others. So it's from subtle to really dramatic. And everyone is different in that sense because everyone comes in working on something different. And even if you just come in working and want to have relaxation, you're going to be getting other things out of it as well that will work its way to the surface. Well, and that's kind
0: of leads into my next question. Like how... How do you prescribe this into a holistic, just wellness? Is this a like, okay, you need to come every week for the next six months or come once a month or, I mean, is there any sort of protocol with that? If you're looking at from just a, I want to be healthy. Like I want to fit this into the whole wellness of me. What could that look like?
1: Oh man, that could look, that could look like anything you'd want it to look like. I mean, I have clients that I will see, on the weekly or bi-weekly or monthly for tune-ups or if things are chaotic or if it's just their stress relaxation technique, like some people get massages. Not every tool is right for every person, so this is another way to just try it out, see if you like it, see if it resonates with you. If it's something you could work in to your at-home practice, I always think that's even better because then I can in- give, send you off with a sense of empowerment where you can then say, oh, I think I might want to bring in an instrument just to shift the frequency in my home or set an intention. A lot of my work is driven just by setting the intention of what I want to accomplish that day. So bringing it in, getting a bowl getting a chime a lot of us have this already at our home in our every day because we have wind chimes outside right hanging in our backyard or on our patio so they're already everyone who has it you're already bringing that sound and frequency into your life you just don't know it. it's been around you the whole time you just haven't really looked at it that way it's very approachable And I always say, if someone's interested in it, I would love for them to get a bowl or an instrument to have at home to continue working with just the sound and how that affects your nervous system and how you can quiet your mind because that's where the healing takes place. You don't necessarily have to come see me all the time for it. I have clients that will have their own bowls and will work on themselves at home. And then they might go do like a sound bath in a group somewhere and then still come back for a one on one session because. They're all a little different and they all will give you something that you're needing at the time. So I, I think like if you just ask yourself, it comes down to the individual, like, what do I feel like I need today? You know, like I, I think I want to just receive one-on-one. That's wonderful. And then if, like you said, if you want to do like a close night or grab some friends and go to a studio that's hosting one, that's amazing too, because you're getting exactly what you need. I think so. And more attainable, it feels like all the time for
0: people Yeah, as it becomes
1: more popular and more practitioners. Yeah. Yeah. Or rising up and, and even just to look around your home and see like, what kind of, what instruments do I have or what music do I like? That's an instrument too, right? So just putting on your favorite jams, you know, like, what do you like to just relax to? Or like we said before, what, how are you intending to use the sound?
0: So I came to you with, I mean, with pain. I mean, I had chronic pain from a cartilage tear in my hip and a surgery is not an option for me at that time. There was no way I could do six weeks on crutches. And so I was looking for other ways. Again, I was looking for other ways to relieve the pain that I was in while I was healing. So you're in that in that space with clients of helping them with pain, stress, problems, how do you keep yourself in a healthy space when you're working in that every day?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of self-care. I mean, I, I have to do my own work as well and setting boundaries right between myself and between my clients so that I'm not taking on anything that's not mine. But to keep myself in the right frame of mind and just to keep my my own personal instrument tuned, yeah, I do a lot of self care too. So that might be in in uh, sound. That might be a yoga. That might be a meditation just by myself in a hot sauna. That might be Reiki or massage or any other modality acupuncture is one of my favorites too. And so that works with me, um, with massage. So I getting a lot of self-care, I mean, and keeping myself tuned up is, is, is the most important part. Yeah.
0: I could see that. I could see that in that work so it always feels to me like you're in like you are living your purpose and that's why I love to come see you is it just feels I like being around people who are living their purpose and it's special so do you have any advice
1: to other people who are still searching for that purpose how did you get there I think I'm just so curious by nature I say Stay curious, you know, and keep the wondering always going because that pushes you forward to find new things, new avenues that you hadn't explored or even thought of before. So I, I think anything that lights you up, start there. It's a wonderful route to just go there and see what happens. Play around in that space a little bit, see how you feel. But staying curious. And 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 like we said before, I, I am very curious. So I love to research and get to the knowledge and the meat of stuff and then step back and go okay, how can I apply this to either myself or my people? How can I, how can I take that out there? So, um, yeah, just stay, stay curious and go down the path. Yeah. do the things. Do all the
0: things. (laughs) Do all the things. That's my theory in life. I can be talked into pretty much about anything. That's right. And I'll
1: try and try anything once, you know? Yeah. Right. You never know.
0: You never know. (laughs) So our world is incredible and broken and messy and amazing. And so you're sitting there in your seats, you know, as a healer, what do you see as beautiful?
1: Well, I really think the ability to connect with like-minded individuals is super important and also very beautiful. And I think we're naturally drawn to those individuals as well, especially those that carry the same kind of morals that we have and are just as focused and dedicated on raising the frequency, raising everything up to a more positive level. So, I I really feel like that is beautiful because there are so many of us out there that want to do that, and I think I think we're we're putting ourselves out there to the point where we're making those connections with other like-minded
0: yeah a powerful force together right?
1: absolutely powerful collective for- collective yeah. we change it yeah yeah so you
0: um, work out of dallas but you are available to the dallas fort worth area right yeah, absolutely. beyond i don't know yeah. right yeah. the right yeah. the right situation so how could someone book a session with you or a group with you what's the best way to do that
1: yeah, so best way would uh, be to contact me through email, and that's sarah at soundinbalance.com. Or you could also reach me through Instagram at soundinbalance and send me a direct message through there.
0: Perfect. And we'll have all that in the show notes so that people can go click on those and find, find you because they're going to want to find you. Okay. Let's close this out. I got my rapid fire questions. Okay. Let's finish this up. This has been so fun. I hate to see it <laughs> end. Okay. So Sarah, what movie would you watch on repeat?
1: Mm, it's a tie. Almost famous for Jurassic Parks because I love the Jurassic Parks. Nice. Park.
0: nice. <laughs> All about the dinosaurs. What is your go-to self-care?
1: Well, it's probably a combo. I would say massage, Reiki, and acupuncture. and That kind of addresses all of the body, mind, spirit sections. All the things. All the things. What's your favorite quote? Mm, My favorite quote is by Eckhart Tolle. And this one is, the significance is hiding in the insignificant. So appreciate everything. Kind of a reminder just to find the magic in every day.
0: Yeah. Um, Love it. What lights you up? Helping others. Yeah. Sharing I my gifts. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the one word that would describe your life today? Adventurous. We're always up for an adventure. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the Picking thank Strawberries con- uh, podcast. Yeah. I just, I am sure everyone loved this conversation. Like it's sound therapy isn't scary or woo woo. It's so scientific and helpful. I mean, I just, it's, it changed. It was life changing for me. I avoided surgery. I mean, so I just wanted to share you with everybody else. So thank you for being on today.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. And if any of your guests have questions or want to know more, yeah, especially questions, um, just let me know. And we can talk more about sure. it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rhonda. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sarah from Sound In Balance for sharing your passion to help people and just your dedication to healing and making this world a better place. What a great conversation. If you know someone who would benefit from today's podcast or maybe has an interest in this kind of holistic wellness approach, I encourage you to share this episode, to reach out to Sarah with questions, and let's keep making this a more beautiful world for everyone.